The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. All financial advice provided on this show is for entertainment and educational purposes only. The financial ideas and strategies discussed are only provided as a starting point for a conversation about money matters. With regard to your particular investments and financial strategies, consult your financial planner, CPA, or investment professional. All your financial decisions are yours and yours alone to make and subsequently are solely your responsibility. Corporate sponsors may from time to time be the subject of buy and or sell recommendations in Jay Taylor's Gold Energy and Tech Stocks newsletter. However, as host of Turning Hard Times into Good Times, Jay Taylor retains the right to provide objective opinions on behalf of subscribers and to his listeners audience regardless of sponsorship. The information that is supplied through the context of the radio program and any repurposing of its content by the host or network is a combination and collection of solid financial investment understanding, opinion, and comments. This network show and its host are not liable for financial strategies, outcomes that you employ in any manner that result in any kind of loss. When you load 16 tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. Welcome to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with your host, Jay Taylor. This hour will help investors fix issues and achieve personal gain. Now here's your host, Jay Taylor. Welcome to Turning Hard Times into Good Times. I am your host, Jay Taylor, and really good to have you with me again this week. Um, to learn more, uh, I also write a newsletter. That's uh, the main the main thing that I do. And to learn more about that, you can go to miningstocks.com or webeatthestreet.com, uh, where you can learn more about Chen Lin and Roger Wiegand, my two partners, who will be with me today for the whole show. In fact, we're going to invite you to call in. If you have questions for uh, Roger or myself or Chen, uh, you can call in the number 866, this is a toll-free number, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. We also have some email questions that we'll be taking as well, but please feel free to call in, and if you hear something that is provocative or something that you really find interesting and needs to be addressed, feel free to call, because uh, we really do want to hear what you have to say and what's on your mind as well. Um, I mentioned my two websites uh, where you can learn more about our work, uh, Jay Taylor, uh, that's at miningstocks.com and webeatthestreet.com. Uh, I also have a new blog. It's at jtaylormedia.com. That's J-A-Y-T-A-Y-L-O-R media.com. And another uh, site where I'm also blogging is goldinvestor.com, goldinvestor.com. If you'd like to know about some of the companies that I'm taking a look at right now, companies that may make it into my newsletter in the future, uh, I have something called Jay's Watchlist. Jay's Watchlist, which you can also learn more about and, and learn something about the companies that I'm looking at now by going to jayswatchlist.com. That's J-A-Y-S, watch, W-A-T-C-H, list.com. Uh, I want to thank each of you again for listening to this show. It was very exciting last week to learn that our numbers are growing very rapidly uh, on this program. It's very gratifying to know that people are finding this show of some use and uh, that they're finding it of, of help for them. 
the folks at Voice America computed uh, our numbers last week, and in fact, uh, they're up almost threefold from where they were six months ago when we started. So I'm very, very pleased about that. Lest I forget, I want to thank the corporate sponsors who make this show financially possible. Coral Gold, Hawthorne Gold, Palangio Exploration, Metanor Resources, and Sand Gold are our current sponsors. Hawthorne Gold, Palangio, Metanor, and Sand Gold have been recommended in my newsletter in the past. There are four companies that I like very much. Until last week, Coral Gold had not been a buy recommendation, but we did put them on our list this last week. We did make a buy recommendation of Coral Gold. Coral Gold is selling, well, it has a market cap of about $10 million only. It has 2.3 million ounces of gold in the ground, surrounded by Barrick Gold, and uh, we think it's only a matter of time before Barrick picks this uh, plum up for, well, it's got to be more than the $10 million market cap, we think. It also has tremendous exploration potential, so Coral Gold is a, a sponsor of this show. You can read my report, which will be available free of charge if you go to jtaylormedia.com. That's J-A-Y-T-A-Y-L-O-R media.com. Well, we've had very good results so far this year in our newsletter. Our model portfolio is up 50%. A little more than that, actually, as of uh, this last Friday, the uranium stocks are still on a tear. They're up 151% so far this year. Junior golds are up on average 95%. The producers, the gold producers, up 40%. Oil and gold stocks are Excuse me, oil and gas stocks up 54%. Uh, so, no, our portfolio is doing very well, but we are and continue to be very concerned about the potential for a massive pullback in the equity markets, and I'll be addressing that issue more in the last segment of today's show. Well, this week we're going to do something quite different. Um, we're going to take your calls, as I mentioned, and again, that number, if you want to call in, it's a toll-free number. It's 866-472-5790, 866 866- Four seven two five seven nine zero. We also have some emails coming in, uh, and we're going to. Uh, we want you to ask these questions of myself, but also Chen Lin and Roger Wiegand, who are both with me now. And but before we start taking your questions, we want to get uh, sort of. I want to sort of pick their brains and find out what they're thinking about uh, and what's really on their minds, what they're working on right now. So let's start with you, Chen. What are you thinking about? What is really important to you as we start this, uh, as we enter the fall period, which is many times a very, very volatile time in the stock market? What is, what are you seeing? What are you focused on right now? Hi, Jay. I, uh, right now, I'm just looking at the gold 1000. Um, we discussed offline before. Uh, this week is a Fed uh, bond auction week. So traditionally, it's a very weak uh, week for gold. Mm-hmm. And actually, the preceding week, Supposed to be a weak week for gold as well, but last week gold started breaking out, uh, so I'm getting really excited. I want to see if gold can close above 1,000 by this Thursday. So they're going to do some uh, short-term auction today, and then uh, mid-term and then large long-term 30-year bond on Thursday. So you know by by Thursday, um, we'll see where gold is. You know traditionally the central bank like to sell gold in in this uh, auction week. So that to to limit you know gold exposure to mm-hmm. make people feel comfortable bidding for the I believe that's really trash you know that the government bonds mm-hmm. and so that's let's that see how low they can push gold and actually you can see today actually the gold start coming down just around twelve o'clock it's very precise you know that's pretty much uh, Chen that's pretty much after the London market closes I get but. I guess, but do you, and it's sort of when they usually, uh, the New York markets usually get hit, isn't it? After London closes? 
Exactly. So when it's thinly traded and stock hit, then us see, see overnight how Asia is doing and then see how gold is doing tomorrow and then on Thursday. So by Thursday, 12 o'clock, <laughs> you know, we'll see. We'll take a look. And I'll take a close look. If gold still have a resilience and moving higher over 1,000, I believe gold is breaking out. Because now, so the motive there on the part of the government might be what? To, to try to keep people disinterested in gold and focused on buying uh, the government's paper? Exactly. Just, just mm-hmm. to buy more paper, more, you know, to pop up the, the, the bond price. Mm-hmm. So, and then the government buying themselves, you know, uh, so for those paper anyway. So they just artificially manipulate the bond price. Okay, so That's you see price. this as a pivotal week. If gold can hang up above a thousand bucks in light of this probably manipulation on the part of the, uh, the vested interests in Washington and, in, and on Wall Street to sell their paper products, that if gold can hold up in light of that, then we're off to the races to see much higher gold prices. Exactly. I see gold price, gold probably start rallying. And typical gold bull market, gold breakout, probably will last for next spring. Okay, okay. very good. Roger, uh, let me get your ideas. What are you thinking? And, and let me just ask you before you start with that, where do you think gold can go now? What sort of on the charts, when you look at the charts, what do you see uh, as a target for the price of gold, let's say in the next six months to a year? Well, for our, our report for this year, by by the uh, you know for the high for the last quarter, uh, we're looking for twelve fifty, twelve hundred sixty dollars. Uh, people need to keep in mind that you know when you get a good rally, you get a profit taking event, and uh, <clears throat> we're expecting uh, gold stalled today at a thousand seven. The trading went well this morning. Uh, the trading went well last night in Asia. I saw a report last evening from a Swiss fund manager who was extremely bullish on gold. He's looking for highs way up into the 15-1700 range over a year, year and a half. Mm-hmm. This is a very large fund operator. Uh, people need to keep in mind, Jay, the timetables that you're discussing. I, I, we continue to see problems in communication uh, when we make a remark. Yeah. As to where gold is going to go, and they need to ask what time frame. Yeah, that's also, so the important. Shares in the metal that's don't absolutely essential. The shares in the metal don't necessarily move together either. I mean, the shares are moving up right now, and we're going to see whether or not uh, if there is a selling event in the general stock market mm-hmm. next week, uh, will the metal shares sell down as well? We think they will. Uh-huh. Uh, there's two questions. Some people say. The general market will only sell back 10%. Uh, I'm of the opinion it's going to sell back quite a bit more. But I'm also of the opinion that come November 1, we're going to see a big resurgence in the stock market again. There's a lot of cash on the on the sidelines, and we're looking for the stock market to go a lot higher uh, from November 1st all the way through until May. Okay, well, that's that could very well be. I mean, that is a big question, Roger, the one you raised just a second ago about you know, if the general market gets hit hard, and you know, you and I both believe it, it will. I think you're still of that mind. Then will the gold shares get slammed with it? And uh, and there's some good arguments on both sides of that. And we will hopefully get in uh, uh, get in some of those arguments a, a bit later with some of the questions that we have coming. We've actually got a call from Eric that we're going to take after the break. It is time for our first commercial break, so we'll be right back uh, in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 
866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. Want to know more about how you can turn financial losses from the most devastating stock market and economic decline since the 1930s into wealth and prosperity? A successful strategy for dealing with adversity requires a proper diagnosis of the problem so that effective remedies can be prescribed. By applying rarely taught Austrian economic theory to policies implemented by our policymakers, Jay Taylor has been able to nearly double the value of his model portfolio since 2000, while the stock market has lost nearly half its value in the worst bear market in decades. At MiningStocks.com, Jay and his associates provide a framework for turning the pains of the current bear market and recession into investment gains. Jay is a frequent radio and TV guest and speaker at investment conferences where he shares his highly profitable Austrian economic insights at a time when most people are seeing their 401ks become 201ks or worse. He is available to share his rare profit-making insights via radio, TV, and public speaking engagements. To profit from Jay's insights, call 718-457-1426 or visit MiningStocks.com to subscribe to his profitable newsletters. As regular listeners to this show know, I am very bullish on gold, and especially gold mining stocks. One of my favorite gold mining companies is Metanor Resources, traded Toronto and the Pink Sheets. This is a new gold producer. It is using cash flows from its Barry Mine in Quebec to finance growth of that mine and to put the world-famous Quebec Bachelor Lake Mine back into production. This stock has been recommended by my newsletter because I do believe it holds extraordinary upside price potential with relatively low levels of risk. Visit Metanor's website at metanor.ca or subscribe to my newsletter for more information. For asset security in uncertain times, gold has always been the investment of choice. One of the best ways to profit from gold investing is to buy shares in companies that are exploring and developing gold deposits. Coral Gold is a gold exploration and development company with over 2.3 million drill-indicated ounces of gold. Coral Gold's low market cap allows investors to participate with leverage in a rising gold market. Coral Gold has a long track record of success in Nevada, dating back over 25 years. Visit Coral Gold on the web today at CoralGold.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. When you load 16 tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. You're listening to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with your host, Jay Taylor. If you have a question or comment about today's show, Jay would love to hear from you at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send an email to questionsfortaylor at gmail.com. That's questions, the number four, taylor at gmail.com. Sign up for Jay's newsletter, Jay Taylor's Gold, Energy, and Tech Stocks at www.miningstocks.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back to Turning Hard Times into Good Times, and we're here today with Roger Wiegand and Chen Lin, my partners. Uh, Taylor Hard Money Advisors, the company that I uh, that is my company and my wife's company, is a publishing company. We publish uh, my newsletter since 1981 called Jay Taylor's Gold, Energy, and Tech Stocks. But we also uh, help Roger and Chen 
market their letter, get it out, uh, distribute the letter, take care of the back office functions and so forth. And Roger and Chen are both really good friends of mine. They've been great business partners. And so part of the reason for this show is to help them uh, tell their story, help them uh, provide some useful advice, and I think they have been providing, uh, judging by the feedback we're getting, some very useful advice to, the, to our listeners as well. So we're inviting you today to ask questions of Roger and Chen, and you can call that toll-free number at 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. And we have our first caller today. It's Eric. Eric, are you there? Can you hear me, Jay? Yes, I can. I can hear you very well. Well, thanks, Jay. Uh, hello to you and, and your guests. Um, I'm a shareholder in Sand Gold. And, oh, okay. Uh, and I think the management has just done a spectacular job with this company. Uh, I met them three years ago, and I and I understood what they were doing, so I in, invested in, in into the stock, obviously. And uh, and I agree with you with with uh, with the high high grade hinge that they have, and and continual exploration of the. The Rice Lake property. This, mm-hmm. this looks like a, a real gem coming out of this story. And uh, the question I have for you is that um, w- with these all these high grades and the seniors running out of uh, high grade deposits, um, it looks like Sangol could be uh, right for the picking. Is that the way you would think about this play? Yeah, I definitely think it is. I think Sangold uh, is going to be a target of the big guys. That uh, probably they need to prove up more ounces. But I think, you know, as as they're um, exploring the hinge, and my goodness, they just keep getting these high-grade numbers that keep coming from the hinge. And by the way, as you know, I'm sure, Eric, the hinge, uh, there are a number of parallel zones, a number of parallel hinge zones, they're calling them different names, but they're parallel zones that are also, a couple of them at least that they've tapped into, also have high grades in them. So we're looking at the potential, I think, for a very substantial gold mine in the making there, uh, I was personally down in the Rice Lake mine, a mile underground, a, a couple of years back, and uh, there they're getting something on the order of maybe 0.2 ounces per ton, whereas at the Hinge, which is a shallow deposit, they're getting something closer to an ounce, uh, maybe a half to three-quarter ounces on average. So this is going to make this a very profitable company, but I think in answer to your question, I, I do believe that Sandgold uh, will be ripe for the picking. Of course, you know, with a fair number of shares out, it's probably a, I don't know, market cap of 600 million or so. But, uh, yeah, I think there's a world class deposit, very, very likely, very possibly in the making there. And I do agree with you that the management has done a very good job. It's not been easy at times because it's been difficult getting good workers. Uh, when I was visiting that property in, uh, in 2007, I know Dale Ginn told me one of his biggest problems, or the biggest problem, was getting qualified good, good workers at that time. If you'll remember, the base mining, uh, projects were on fire. Uh, uh, copper and zinc and lead and all those metals were at record highs, and so those mines were running flat out and it was difficult to find good people. Well, last fall when the markets crashed, it proved my thesis and the thesis of Bob Hoy that in that kind of a market environment, gold mining shares are the very best place to be. And I think, I think, and we'll talk about this perhaps in the last segment of this show, that we're going to get another another major decline in the equity markets, and I think a major decline in the commodity markets too. That that remains to be seen. I could be wrong about that, but if we are, I think sand gold uh, reaches profitability this year. And then if they come up with some really big, um, some really big uh, numbers, and by the way, I think they're going to be coming out with a 43101 pretty soon that will increase their resources and their reserves. And uh, 
Yeah, I think I think this stock has a bright future, Eric. I thank you for your question. That's uh, yeah, I, I I'm very optimistic about Sandgold, not just because they're a sponsor. They are a sponsor, but I've I've been following that company for a long time before I started my radio show, and uh, yeah, I think they're doing a great job. Thank you very much, Eric, for that question. Um, thank you, Jay. Yeah, and all the best to you. Um, let me just uh, move on to uh, Roger Chen. You're there now. Roger's here. Okay. Um, okay, so uh, let me just uh, move on. We have a question here. This is sort of a general question about gold. You know, lots of people, let's just put it this way, the vast majority of people are not invested in gold. A very small percentage of people in America, at least. Uh, Chen, you come from China. It may not be that way in China, but at least in America, Americans have been, I believe, dumbed down with respect to gold. They've been told that gold is a barbaric relic. They've been told that you the best place to put your money is in paper. And, you know, Chen, you alluded to that a little while ago, the issue of of uh, manipulating the gold price during auction weeks in order to keep people disinterested in gold, keep them focused on paper. Paper can be created, infinite amounts of paper can be created out of thin air by Wall Street, and that's exactly what's happening as as uh, you know, our president embarks on this uh, stimulus package and the Federal Reserve is printing trillions of dollars. Well, so most Americans need to understand, and one of the major reasons this program is in existence is to help them understand that they need to own gold in order to protect themselves against the ravages of inflation, debasing of currencies. And so we have a general question here. Let me just read this off, and I'll let both Roger and Chen, you guys can respond to this. It says, uh, this is the first time I have considered gold or gold stocks. I have my money at present in a safety deposit box, not knowing what to do with it next. I know nothing about investing in gold, like how do you sell it if you need money, etc. Could you help this lady out with your advice? Uh, Roger, you want to go first? Sure. Well, the first thing I would do is I would close the safety deposit box because it's been proven recently that uh, if those boxes are not touched within one year, sometimes the property is claimed by the bank. Um, this has been this is this thing has popped up in more than one spot. But to address the question, the first thing that I would do is I would suggest uh, to the to this lady that uh, she ought to consider buying physical. I would buy gold and silver coins to start, and I would probably start with silver, if, depending upon the account size and how much cash is available for in trading and investing. I would look at at least 10% in physical. That's where I would go. And then the next thing that I would do is perhaps choose one or two larger senior share companies. We've got three or four in our letter that we like. And then beyond that, you can, can go into some junior stocks. All right. Chen, have you got some words of wisdom for this lady? Yeah, Roger have a great point. Buy some physical uh, gold and silver, or you can buy some ETF. Uh, Central Fund of Canada, for example, they store physical uh, gold and silver. Uh, that's very easy to get in and get out. So in case you need money, uh, you can you can mm-hmm. sell it. And then since your saving account is not getting any interest anyway, so you put it in the gold and then to ride, that will help you ride the, the wave with the gold and silver. As well as you can buy those uh, gold miners ETF, uh, the symbol of the GDX. Um, so that's basically buy, buy you a lot of uh, different gold miner, big gold miner shares. Sure, excellent. Well, those are good ideas. I might just add that another idea would be to buy a mutual fund. Uh, there are several good mutual funds uh, available. Um, the um, I don't know. I can't think of the names of them now. Uh, U.S. Global has Global. a couple of uh, gold funds. 
Um, there's a there's a couple right here in the city. So there there are some really great mutual funds that that buy the senior gold mining companies. Roger's point that you can buy the juniors is also well taken. Now my newsletter focuses more on the juniors and those small companies like Sand Gold and Metanor, those that are evolving into production. Those are sort of the focus of this newsletter. I think that's where the big money is going to be made is in the new new producers, the guys that are finding a lot of gold in the ground that are not yet recognized and owned by the mutual funds by the big institutional players. Those guys, I think, in percentage terms, are going to do extremely well. So you know, I'll ha- I have every week ideas along those lines in my newsletter. And again, you can go. Uh, to my website at miningstocks.com. Chen and Roger both have ideas about gold mining and silver mining stocks and a lot of other investments that you can learn more about too by uh, and by getting a sample copy or by calling in for our trial offer special trial offers which I'll tell you about a little bit more in just a minute. Well, we have another question here. We got two minutes before the break. I'll read the question off and we'll see how far we get. Uh, this is from Sandra. She's from Switzerland. She says Chen seems to be saying to buy gold stocks, and Jay seems to be saying to sell them in view of a possible market crash. Who should we follow? And then she adds, thanks to both of you for the best newsletters and advice around. Really enjoying Chen's recommendations, complimented by Jay's general outlook. A great team for those of us non-professionals. And I might uh, suggest to um, to the lady from Switzerland that she also consider Roger Wiegand's advice, too, as part of our team. But in any event... Uh, Chen, who should she follow, me or you? <laughs> well, I think it's just a different perspective, right? Yeah. So uh, more is like a more depends on you have long-term view and mid-term view or, you know, have a more trader point of view or, you know, buy and help mm-hmm. uh, the stocks. And also for my perspective, my, uh, my, my portfolio about half in gold, half in outside gold, right? So I was able to sell most of the outside gold stocks. So I have 30% cash and then I don't need to sell any of the gold stocks. But versus you, Jay, you have your portfolio mostly in gold, so yeah. you want to take a cautionary, you know, step mm-hmm. towards, you know, the end of the year. It's very, you know, very, very conservative. It's very well, you know, conceived point. Sure. Uh, and I might just add also um, uh, that that's true. Most of my portfolio is in gold, uh, but I but we've seen some big profits uh, already this year. As I mentioned, we're our model portfolio is up 50%. Our juniors are up 95%. And, you know, I'm an old guy now. I've been around for a while, and I've learned the hard way, and especially when my wife reminds me that it's good to take some profits and build some cash. And I believe that we're going to have a very significant decline in the equity markets, um, you know, this fall. And we maybe at the uh, the next segment, because we're coming up on another commercial break here, we can talk about, uh, Roger, get you involved in this discussion too, talk about, you know, is is our gold stocks going to get hammered really hard along with the general equity market? It happened last fall. Will it happen again? And uh, so hold that thought, Roger, and we want to get your ideas on that when we come back uh, after the break. Don't go away. We'll be right back. the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Want to 
know more about how you can turn financial losses from the most devastating stock market and economic decline since the 1930s into wealth and prosperity? A successful strategy for dealing with adversity requires a proper diagnosis of the problem so that effective remedies can be prescribed. By applying rarely taught Austrian economic theory to policies implemented by our policymakers, Jay Taylor has been able to nearly double the value of his model portfolio since 2000, while the stock market has lost nearly half its value in the worst bear market in decades. At MiningStocks.com, Jay and his associates provide a framework for turning the pains of the current bear market and recession into investment gains. Jay is a frequent radio and TV guest and speaker at investment conferences where he shares his highly profitable Austrian economic insights at a time when most people are seeing their 401ks become 201ks or worse. He is available to share his rare profit-making insights via radio, TV, and public speaking engagements. To profit from Jay's insights, call 718-457-1426 or visit MiningStocks.com to subscribe to his profitable newsletters. As regular listeners to this show know, I am very bullish on gold and especially gold mining stocks. One of my favorite gold mining companies is Metanor Resources, traded Toronto and the Pink Sheets. This is a new gold producer. It is using cash flows from its Berry Mine in Quebec to finance growth of that mine and to put the world-famous Quebec Bachelor Lake Mine back into production. This stock has been recommended by my newsletter because I do believe it holds extraordinary upside price potential with relatively low levels of risk. Visit Metanor's website at metanor.ca or subscribe to my newsletter for more information. For asset security in uncertain times, gold has always been the investment of choice. One of the best ways to profit from gold investing is to buy shares in companies that are exploring and developing gold deposits. Coral Gold is a gold exploration and development company with over 2.3 million drill-indicated ounces of gold. Coral Gold's low market cap allows investors to participate with leverage in a rising gold market. Coral Gold has a long track record of success in Nevada, dating back over 25 years. Visit Coral Gold on the web today at CoralGold.com. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. Would you load 16 tons? What do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. St. Peter, don't you call me because I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. You're listening to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with your host, Jay Taylor. If you have a question or comment about today's show, Jay would love to hear from you at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send an email to questionsfortaylor at gmail.com. That's questions, the number four, taylor at gmail.com. Sign up for Jay's newsletter, Jay Taylor's Gold, Energy, and Tech Stocks, at www.miningstocks.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. Uh, at the break, we were just starting to, to discuss this notion of whether or not the gold mining shares are going to get taken down uh, real hard with the general market. Now, that's assuming we're going to have a major decline in the equity markets, and that is an assumption upon which I'm operating. Roger, you have that mind as well, are you not? Uh, that's correct. That you see a general equity market decline and, and possibly as early as mid, mid-September. My gosh, that's a week away, maybe. Well, we picked the 15th, which is Tuesday next week, as the, as the beginning of the decline. Uh, we reported that in our essays to Kitco and also to our newsletter. Um, 
Traditionally, in the fall, it's the roughest period for the general stock market. With conditions the way they are in credit finance and, and the markets right now, we see no reason why there shouldn't be another sell-off. Uh, technically, we see the, 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 the sell-off coming. We think it's fairly close. Our, the question, of course, is it going to be a hard sell for, for precious metal shares, a mild sell, or no sell? Yeah. Um, Many are saying, as you suggested earlier, that it would be mild. It might be 5 or 10%. Or, in fact, the, the, the precious metal shares could go down as far on a percentage basis as the regular stock market does. Mm-hmm. So what we've been doing, um, leading into the fall, we've been putting out every week uh, one of our special junior miners with a full report so that people can get lined up and get ready to buy. We have suggested if they own them now, uh, they just hang on through this, mm-hmm. and then after uh, the event that we suspect is coming in September and, and going into October, uh, when the bottom is found, then we'll say, let's go and let's get on to these and get going. Okay, uh, so, uh, you know, I've been, I've been of this opinion that we're going to see the market get hit real hard, and, you know, I've been saying cash up, uh, take some of those profits off the table from gold shares, as well as uh, some of the other uh, things that we've recommended as well. Uh, you know, we've had big profits in oil and gas. We've had bigger profits in uranium stocks. I've suggested you take some money off the table there as well. Well, Chen, what are your thoughts? I mean, here you are aggressively buying gold shares now. You obviously, or maybe not so obviously, don't quite quite see the same problems that I see in the market. What are your views? Well, um, my, my, my view kind of mixed. You know, I'm, I'm a trader point of view. Yes. It's very hard to time the market. It's mm-hmm. very hard. I mean, I can see, you know, if we could have a correction. Uh, it probably will come next week or next month, or even they can be coming later, even later. You know, when the correction comes, usually a lot of people don't expect it suddenly just come, like last year, uh, last you know, Lehman Brothers. Nobody saw it, and then it just collapsed. So um, I'm kind of looking at this. I think, you know, geez, um, I'm not, I'm not 100% convinced, but I'm very careful about this. Yeah. But in the meantime, I look at the history. Uh, 2009, we had a big crash. And then 2000, I mean, um, not 2009, we have a big rebound and then a huge crash. Yeah. And then in the second crash, actually, gold stock did pretty well. Mm-hmm. Gold stock did pretty well. So. Uh, actually, they were rallying actually on, on, on the crash. I mean, immediately they, they start. So people will start realize, you know, the value of gold. Mm-hmm. In addition, at that time we have gold standard. Right now we don't have gold standard. So gold can even take off in itself. Yeah. You know, as people rush into gold. So, um, you know, it's, it's hard for me to sell gold miner. Yeah. <laughs> in front of me, just, just expect because the general market is going to crash. Um, it's hard for me, Jimmy, because I, I see one of the possibilities induce a crash could be the crash of dollar. But if the crash of dollar, just like that will be similar to 1987, but then the gold will do very, very well because yeah. the crash of dollar, people will go for hard assets. So, right. so it's, it's, that, that's the thing. I, I, you know, I'm kind of, uh, so that's where I'm on, on a little bit on the borderline. On the other side, uh, I see gold breaks out. If gold is a Strong technical breakout usually happens in the fall. If it really breaks out, then that's the opportunity we have been waiting for years. Mm-hmm. 
Well, well, and as you mentioned, if we break out in this week, especially during this auction week, it could be very significant. I would also add, Chen, uh, that there could be another logical reason why gold shares might not sell down now as they did not during the sea wave down during the 1930s, 1930. In fact, when the stock market took its second plunge, that was the bloodiest. That was what really did most people the most damage in the 1930s. It wasn't the initial 29 uh, decline. After the 29 decline, we had a big bounce up, and everybody thought, just as I do now, that everything is honky-dory again, and people were no longer fearful. But then when the next plunge came, the gold shares, as you mentioned, Chen, didn't do badly. They did quite well. In fact, Homestake just took off like crazy. And the reason for that, I believe, and I think the same things are in play now, and we saw it last fall, the economics for gold mining improves when everything else crashes. So if we have copper and lead and zinc and energy prices declining, uh, I'm not saying that's for sure going to happen, but that's that's what I believe could happen this fall as it did last fall. And if that's the case, then the gold economics increase very dramatically. I was looking at gold mining profits projected this year compared to last year, and they are much, much higher. And I think to a great extent it's because the gold mining economics have improved with the major credit implosion that took took place last that took place last year. Uh Roger, any further thoughts on that? Well they've got two things too. You've got the onset of inflation with all this money in bond printing. Uh this week they're trying to sell hundred and twenty four billion in bonds. The three year auction went very well today because people are afraid of the long end. They want to go short. They want to be in the ones and twos and fives and also the T bills. So, you know, there's a lot of fear out there and with the escalation of fear you're going to see more pressure to buy gold. There's no question about it. And yeah. keep in mind, too, you mentioned back in the 30s, that second uh, drop down in the market was, was a, a real nasty one. But even beyond that, in 34, 35, everybody thought every, all the bad stuff was gone, and they came back in and bought shares in the general market. In 1937, 38, they got hit again. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I see a lot of the FDR-type, mistakes being made by the current administration, and I think that we're just doing a 1930s rerun. Right. So, you know, I think we get a whack this fall, it's going to be bad, but next summer, June, July, it's going to be worse, and then who knows what comes after that. Well, I think your perspective is, is good there, Roger, and what I'd say is that, uh, you know, we don't know which way it's going to go. Chen is a very nimble trader. He can be in and out of things, and he sends his alerts out very, very frequently. Believe me, I know that because I'm sitting next to my assistant who sends Chen's alerts out, folks, and he sends, it's not uncommon for him to send two and three alerts out a day. So he can very quickly say, get in, get out of a different, of, a, of various stock, where I'm a more longer term, uh, and Roger's somewhat longer term than Chen as well. I'm really a longer term buy and hold guy for the most part. I look for values, really undervalued values. Take a Coral Gold, for example, that I just talked about. Those kind of companies that are very undervalued have intrinsic value. So timing isn't quite as important maybe as, as sometimes. But I would like to just mention that gold is very much a global market. It is really a global market. So what goes on internationally is extremely important to the price of gold, especially now as the United States is losing its power and its prestige and its uh, actually its wealth in the global scene. So we're looking at, I think, what was a very significant event that took place last week in China uh, and in Hong Kong demanding that uh, their gold that they had stored in London be shipped back to Hong Kong. And, Chen, I know you think that's very important. What Would you like to comment on that? we got a couple of minutes here before the break, if you'd like to just uh, say what you think uh, about that. 
Yes, uh, I think that basically Hong Kong want to be the storage uh, gold gold storage hub for the region. Okay? Mm-hmm. And Hong Kong's uh, gold reserve is one thing, and also they probably will put China prob- may you know may put gold reserve there, and also the country around China, Hong Kong around China, they want to put the gold closer to home mm-hmm. right, instead of over in London. And it always uh, speculate, people always saying that the gold in London may may not be there or maybe some some has some issue. Then when people start pulling gold out, if there's any issues, then that's where it will come out. You know, just Warren Buffett said, when the tide goes down, that's where you see who's the swimming naked, who's yeah. the burning made off. So all these Gata people are saying have all the acquisition. But right now, actually, it's the moment, moment of truth. I mean, because we we demand our gold back, right? Yeah, we're going to see if those guys in the central banks are swimming naked, aren't we? Exactly. So that's the moment. So I, and actually, the timing of that is exactly when the gold took off last week. So yeah. I feel like very curious. Very interesting. And you know, the GATA guys have been maintaining for years, and I think rightfully so. Uh, and they and they provided some substantial evidence. James Turk, uh, for one, that the that a great deal of the gold that the central banks claim is in their coffers is not. They've leased it out, so they don't even report it honestly. They re, they lease the gold out, they lend it out into the markets in uh, huge amounts at, at prices much, much lower. And um, and so this, a lot of this gold maybe never will come back into the central bank's coffers, at least that's the speculation of the GATA people. It may not be there. So, Chen, it seems to me that this sort of, you know, in a way it sort of raises geopolitical concerns, that, the, that, these, that perhaps China is saying, wait a minute, you know, we're not so sure we trust the, the Anglo-Americans anymore so much. And to me, this could be huge news. Uh, I guess we're uh, coming on the break now, and we'll be right back. Uh, Roger, uh, hang in there. Maybe you can uh, talk some more about that. We've got sure. some more things to do in the close, so we'll be right back. Up-to-date business and financial news. Call now and get the financial information you need. 866-472-5790. 866-472-5790. The experts are here. Voice America Business Network. As regular listeners to this show know, I am very bullish on gold and especially gold mining stocks. One of my favorite gold mining companies is Metanor Resources, traded Toronto and the Pink Sheets. This is a new gold producer. It is using cash flows from its Barry Mine in Quebec to finance growth of that mine and to put the world-famous Quebec Bachelor Lake Mine back into production. This stock has been recommended by my newsletter because I do believe it holds extraordinary upside price potential with relatively low levels of risk. Visit Metanor's website at metanor.ca or subscribe to my newsletter for more information. Want to know more about how you can turn financial losses from the most devastating stock market and economic decline since the 1930s into wealth and prosperity? A successful strategy for dealing with adversity requires a proper diagnosis of the problem so that effective remedies can be prescribed. By applying rarely taught Austrian economic theory to policies implemented by our policymakers, Jay Taylor has been able to nearly double the value of his model portfolio since 2000, while the stock market has lost nearly half its value in the worst bear market in decades. At MiningStocks.com, Jay and his associates provide a framework for turning the pains of the current bear market and recession into investment gains. Jay is a frequent radio and TV guest and speaker at investment conferences where he shares his highly profitable Austrian economic insights at a time when most people are seeing their 401ks become 201ks or worse. 
He is available to share his rare profit-making insights via radio, TV, and public speaking engagements. To profit from Jay's insights, call 718-457-1426 or visit miningstocks.com to subscribe to his profitable newsletters. For asset security in uncertain times, gold has always been the investment of choice. One of the best ways to profit from gold investing is to buy shares in companies that are exploring and developing gold deposits. Coral Gold is a gold exploration and development company with over 2.3 million drill-indicated ounces of gold. Coral Gold's low market cap allows investors to participate with leverage in a rising gold market. Coral Gold has a long track record of success in Nevada, dating back over 25 years. Visit Coral Gold on the web today at CoralGold.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. When you load 16 tons, what do you get? Another day older and deeper in debt. St. Peter, don't you call me cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. You're listening to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with your host, Jay Taylor. If you have a question or comment about today's show, Jay would love to hear from you at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send an email to questionsfortaylor at gmail.com. That's questions, the number four, taylor at gmail.com. Sign up for Jay's newsletter, Jay Taylor's Gold, Energy, and Tech Stocks at www.miningstocks.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back uh, to Turning Hard Times into Good Times. Roger, uh, before the break, uh, we were, Chen was giving us his, his feedback, his, his views on Hong Kong calling the gold in from London, demanding that the storage be kept in Hong Kong rather than in London. And at the break, you were telling me that uh, you had some things you'd like to add to that. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, this, prior to this latest event with Hong Kong, uh, the people in the Middle East, the Arabs, uh, have a lot, a lot of gold in London, and they got nervous, and they called their gold back, too. They want it out of London, and they're, they're going to put it in Zurich. So okay. that, that goes along with what's happened in Hong Kong. In addition... I think it was about six weeks ago, Germany made the statement that they wanted their gold out of New York and they wanted it back in Germany. That's pretty interesting. It would, it would tend to indicate to me, I mean, I may be completely wrong about this, but it would tend to suggest that there's a growing distrust in the American government in the, uh, in the central bank. Uh, and this, I guess, if you watch closely what, you know, the, the sort of cultural difference between the United States and, and the Euro, for example, the Euro community and, uh, you know, it's not a complete shock that there might not be some distrust and and the huge amounts of trillions of dollars that are being created out of thin air. I mean, it's uh, do you see some some maybe some distrust of the United States government? Is that what's behind this? That's what I see. I think they distrust not only the government but the system. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they could get into a situation where they've got a claim on something in the vaults of a foreign country, it could take years in court try to get that stuff out of there, and rather than have that kind of exposure, they just would rather move it. Getting back to China just for a minute, too, the uh, foreign exchange minister in China said just this week that they, since 2003, they have been increasing their gold position. Um, it, it has increased by 76% to 1,054 tons. 
Now okay. that's just that's they that's pretty much has not been in the news. Uh huh. And in addition to that, um, Chen could probably elaborate more on retail sales for the men on the street in China to buy gold. But I know also that in Japan you can buy gold in a Seven Eleven. Yeah. And well, so, I did, you know, China has made it very easy for people to buy gold, and they've been in that's been a direction of things for some time. And I think that's very significant. It seems to me the Chinese understand, like Americans don't, that gold is real money. And if we had time, I'd love to hear what Chen has to say here. But we have a caller actually from uh, Vancouver, Greg from Vancouver. Uh, are you there, Greg? Yes, I am, Jay. What, what's on your um, mind? Let's hear what your question is. Yes, first of all, thank you all for your service. It's been fantastic for me. Well, thanks for listening. Um, I, I've read a few of uh, Bob Proctor's books lately, and uh, I, uh, I'm very uh, interested in what he has to say and what his prognosis of the markets is. Uh-huh. I was very excited to hear that you might be having him on your program. Yeah, we're expecting actually to have him on sometime in October. I can't remember exact. Actually, October 20th, Robert Proctor is scheduled to be my special guest. Uh, on that Tuesday. I'm I'm very excited about it too, but go ahead. Great. Well, you know, he talks a lot about because of all the debt and uh the uh the drying up of credit that uh, there is more likely to be deflation and uh mm-hmm. and a decline in commodity prices, yes, including the precious metals. Yes. And you know, he's he's somewhat uh in the minority, I guess, and quite the contrarian, which he's known to be anyway. Yeah. Uh, but could you maybe discuss that a little bit? Sure. Um yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Uh, it, it's Greg. So, so the question might be, why would why would Prechter be so negative on precious metals, perhaps, or just in general the deflationary view? Well, um, you know, maybe give a little bit of assessment of his views that you might yeah. have and what you might take exception with. I know you're probably going to do it on the program next month. Yeah. But but you've been talking about the 1930s. Isn't there kind of a difference to a degree because we have, we are so much more in debt in our in our own contemporary age? Yes. Than there are quite a few 30s. differences. And we are much further in debt than we were in the 1930s. That's a big one. We are a net uh, debtor nation now, whereas we were a net creditor nation during the 1930s. No, I think we're in much worse shape now. And, uh, you know, the whole thing comes down to this deflation-inflation argument, and I put together something I call my inflation-deflation watch in my newsletter, which I'm trying to keep track of. You know, what is the market really telling us about, about the markets? Where are we going and what's happening in those markets? And, Quite frankly, um, you know, the big difference I have with Prechter has to do with gold more than the general direction. I don't have any problem seeing the deflation play out. I think he could be right. I'm not convinced he is, but we'll explore this on the show with Robert Prechter. But, you know, I think that there's one real strong argument in Prechter's favor, and that comes from the retail sales. The retailer, the American retailer, uh, retail trade had been, the consumer had been the engine of the world's global, global economy. And the 30s was a global event. This is a global event now, in my view. And I'm going to just play for you right now uh, Howard Davidowitz, who is a an analyst of the retail market here in New York City. Listen to what Howard had to say. You know, right now, it just looks like we have slow economic growth, permanently high unemployment forever, increased government regulation, huge budget deficits, higher taxes. I mean, that's where we're going. So if you're a business person, at least for most businesses, that's why we're going to have permanently high unemployment. When you look at the amount of debt we've put into this economy and recognize in spite of $13 trillion, we still have negative GDP, that's astounding. So things are not going well. 
That's astounding, Howard says, and I can't agree with him more. And I think Robert Prechter, when he's on, will agree that that is astounding. You know, Bernanke said uh, that the only reason the 30s didn't work very well, the reason things didn't work out in the 30s, is because they didn't do enough of it. He wasn't, uh, he wasn't <laughs> suggesting at all uh, that, that we weren't doing the right policies, but we weren't doing enough of it. So by gosh, they're going to give it everything they've got this time. And we're going to really find out whether it works. My view is it's not going to work in terms of returning us to prosperity. That is for sure. Um, and so, Greg, I want to thank you for your call. You have really opened up a, a, a an idea, an area, I think, that is really emotional among us, us gold bugs too. We're, we're on opposite sides. Many of my, <clears throat> many of the people that I have uh, interviewed here, Ian Gordon for one, uh, Robert Prechter will be here. We had Mish Shedlack was on, a real avowed strong deflationist, and most gold bugs tend to be inflationists. So this is a real issue, and it's a very important issue in my view because it has everything to do with how we invest our money. It's what Chen and I and Roger and I are struggling with all the time. We'll be talking to you more about this on our show on an ongoing basis and in my newsletter. But, uh, you know, the big question now is, are we on the precipice of a major equity market decline? And I think we could be. Roger seems to think we could be. Chen has some questions about that. Two weeks from now in my show, I'm going to, be, uh, I'm going to have uh, Dr. Robert McHugh on again for the second time. I'll be pre-recording him from Portugal, where I'm going to be uh, visiting my mother-in-law and having some vacation time, and then he'll be on our show on the 22nd of September. Next week, we're going to have the best of my show, which began about six months ago, the best of my show, because I'm going to be somewhere out over the Atlantic during next week's show, uh, heading towards Portugal, and we're going to have Congressman Ron Paul... Uh, and uh, the uh, and Ed Griffin, the creature uh, author of the creature from Jekyll Island, will be with you. Um, they will be. Well, these are recorded messages. We're just going to have. We're going to replay them from earlier uh, shows, and uh, so that's what we have coming on next week. I want to thank you again for listening to this show. I want to thank. Uh, also, want to thank our sponsors, of course. I want to thank also uh, my executive producer, Tacey Trump, uh, as well as my engineer, um, uh, Travis Ortwin. Uh, and the rest of the staff back there uh, at um, uh, at Voice America for doing such a bang bang up job uh, for everything. Again, I want to thank you for listening, and please uh, listen to us again next week. Hear what Ron Paul and Ed Griffin had to say. The most important, I think, fundamental reasons for our show. We need to understand what is going on, the reasons for the problems we're having, in order to uh, to properly uh, protect ourselves to invest properly. And I think Ron Paul and Ed Griffin both give us a very basic and very sound foundation upon which to build. That's all we have time for this week. Again, um, that's uh, hope to hear. Hope to have you back with us next week. And until next week, goodbye and God's blessings to you. Thank you again for listening to Turning Hard Times into Good Times with Jay Taylor. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 